What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founder's Journal, my personal audio diary where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. And today, I'm going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart as a media entrepreneur, and that is building an audience. No matter what you do in life, if you are a professional that is trying to grow your company or grow yourself, understanding how to build an audience is a 21st century superpower. It has been the great unlock of the internet, and I think it's time for some audience building 101. Let's get into it. So I want to start with a level set. The first is, what is an audience? What, what do I mean when I'm going to be taking you through audience building 101 and how is audience building you know, the, the great unlock of the digital age? Very simply, the way I think about an audience is it is a group of people that look to you because you satisfy a specific need for them. The second question, and probably the one that you're wondering more about is, why is an audience important for everyone, not just media companies? And I want to be very clear about this. Yes, I run a media company. Yes, part of my job is creating content, but I believe the skill of creating content to build an audience is important for everyone, not just a media company. So why is it important for you? Because audiences take different forms. For a media company like Morning Brew, audience is a group of people that we can make money on through advertising or by charging our audience for subscription revenue directly. But for individuals like yourself, audience is very simply a group of people that can become lifelong friends, potential bosses, potential investors in a new business you're starting, potential mentors. The list goes on. Building an audience creates optionality in life, whether you're an individual or you're a business. And I have seen what effective audience building has done for companies and for individual people time and time again. It literally accelerates a company's growth and people's careers. I know some of you are going to be skeptical about this con uh, concept because maybe you haven't spent a lot of time building audience on the internet. So I want to provide a very specific example for you. I have a friend, a friend named Sahil Bloom. Sahil is an investor at Altamont Capital Partners, a private equity firm in Palo Alto, California. He studied economics at Stanford and he has spent six years in the investing world. Sahil is literally the last person you would expect to care about building an audience because he works in a re relatively traditional finance role that you wouldn't associate with audience building. Like in a lot of ways, honestly, Sawhill is like most of the people that I graduated from Michigan with who went down, you know, a pretty traditional path of either working in banking, working in consulting, working in private equity. Yet he is obsessed with the act of audience building. And in my opinion, it's for really good reason. Sawhill understands that to be a well-networked professional who has a lot of optionality in their career, the highest leverage way to do so is by creating content and building an audience on the internet. So when he needs something at some point in the future, a job, investors, etc., he's not screaming into an empty stadium. He's screaming into a stadium that's full of his fans. Starting in late 2019, Sahil started taking audience building seriously, and he made Twitter his go-to platform. He decided that his focus was going to be around 
creating content about finance, economics, and business, and making them more approachable. Uh, because like Morning Brew, he thought there was a ton of jargon out there, but he didn't think that people necessarily understood the concepts that were being thrown out. So he started publishing threads of tweets to teach people Im important lessons around finance and financial, financial topics. So I'll give you an example. Sahil recently published a thread about the whole GameStop and Robinhood fiasco to truly get people understanding what happened, you know, what was it that caused GameStop stock to go through the roof? And why did Robinhood as an investment platform stop letting people trade certain stocks on the platform like GameStop? And he talked about these wonky trading topics like clearing houses and trade settlement, but he did so in a way that was approachable and engaging. You know, the analogy I love hearing people use is when when you're really good at creating content or selling something that people need, but they don't know that they that they do, you mask spinach or mask broccoli as ice cream. And that is what he's great at doing with financial jargon. So in just 12 months, Sahil has gone from 500 Twitter followers. That was how many followers he had on January 1st of 2020 to 136,000 Twitter followers on January 1st of 2021. He did so by very simply creating great content for a specific audience on a dedicated platform. And he did so consistently every week for a year. But like I said, audience building is a career accelerant for individuals as much as it's a customer accelerant for businesses. The opportunities that have come from Sahil's growth on Twitter are incredible. He has brought an, an unbelievable network of investors and entrepreneurs to him simply by creating great content and becoming bigger and bigger on Twitter's platform. And it's how him and I met and became friends. And he, I'm sure he's had this happen with a number of other people. He's also attracted media opportunities like appearing as a regular guest to talk about finance and personal finance on CNBC. And then also think about moving forward all of the career optionality he's created for himself in life. Say he wants to leave his current investing job at some point and start his own fund. Well, now he has built a built-in marketing channel or audience, potentially full of investors that he could solicit dollars from. Or say he wants to start a paid newsletter to have you know a cash cow or auxiliary income outside of his day-to-day -day job. Well, if he started this paid newsletter about investing, now he has a 135,000 person top of funnel who he can market his paid newsletter to. It's this simple. An audience creates options and options make you dangerous in your career or as a company. So if Sahil's story has convinced you at all of the importance of audience building, this is where I want you to keep listening. This is where we get into how I think about my audience at Morning Brew, how I know Sahil thinks about his audience on Twitter, and how I believe you need to think about your audience as you go about building one. And I call this framework the audience funnel. The audience funnel is comprised of three tiers. So literally envision in your mind a funnel, something that's shaped like a fun funnel. There's a top tier, there's a middle tier, and there's a bottom tier. And the purpose of understanding the audience funnel is to understand the different places on the internet where you can build an audience through content and the trade-offs that are associated with where you decide to build your audience. So the top or the first tier, also known as the top of the funnel, is something that I call rented audience. And as the name implies, this part of the funnel is where you as a content creator and audience builder build mass awareness around the content you create and around your brand. 
So if I think about Sahil, he has spent most of his time building audience in this top tier, the rented audience tier. And I use the word rented because the places in which you build rented audiences are generally on the parts of the internet that are owned by large technology companies. So places to build rented audience include Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, a website that is found through Google search, et cetera. And the ability to build large audiences on these different platforms is their greatest strength. It's how these companies make money. It's a huge strength for you as an audience builder, but it can also be your biggest weakness. At the end of the day, you play by the rules of these platforms. They control the algorithms, which means they control what all of their users see. It is the ease of sharing on these platforms and discovering new content and users on these platforms that makes it so exciting for you and I to start by building our audiences here because it's the easiest place to build an audience quickly. But it is also the places on the internet where you need to be most careful about building your audience and not having it stolen from you. The second tier or the middle of the audience funnel is something I call owned audience. Owned audience exists in places where there are, there is no central gatekeeper like a Facebook or a Twitter that sits in between you and your audience, which is a positive, but you also don't get the mass scale shareability or discoverability of a 3 billion user platform. So if rented audience is where you are thinking about creating content and building audience on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. Examples of places to build owned audience include email newsletters like Morning Brew, podcasts like Founders Journal, as well as events. Generally speaking, owned audience occurs where you are building an audience that's opt-in, where there isn't a gatekeeper like a large technology company that's controlling the algorithm. And it is generally considered to be a more intimate place to build a relationship with your audience. Right now, I am speaking. I am in your ears. You are listening to me talk to you to help you be a better builder. For Morning Brew, you receive an email from Morning Brew. You can reply to that email and we will get back to you. It is a really intimate experience. And while building an owned audience can take longer than building up a rented audience because there isn't as good of sharing, discovery, just sheer people that exist on the platform. I think it's fair to say that a personal brand or media brand that is built atop an owned audience sits on a stronger foundation for long-term growth and opportunity. And I think it's this exact point that has allowed Morning Brew to succeed when so many other media brands have stalled. Morning Brew was founded on the premise of building an owned audience first. We started in the middle of the funnel. No big technology company can take that audience away from us. And now that we have such an intimate one-to-one relationship with our subscribers, we have the luxury of building a large rented audience on the platform of our choice. So you know, it's no coincidence that at Morning Brew now, we're thinking about how do we scale Morning Brew on social? How do we, we build video and audio experiences on YouTube? We built an owned audience first, and then we moved to a rented audience. That's not necessarily the best answer, but we felt really secure in the ability to own our audience and no one else owning that relationship. The third and final tier of the audience funnel is what I refer to as monetized audience. This is the part of the funnel that requires the most amount of time and financial investment from your audience. But there is so much of the value that can be created for you as a company or as an individual that sits in this bottom of the funnel. If rented and owned audience make money through advertising, where brands pay you to tell the story in front of the audience you've built, monetized audience 
is where you monetize your audience directly. For a company, that could be a subscription product where you charge your audience for access to premium content or some sort of premium offering. It could also look like some sort of physical product or merchandise that you market directly to your audience as well. So I think of the examples like Barstool, who has a massive merch business where they allow their rented audience and owned audience to then drive people to be monetized audience where people are buying t-shirts and different merchandise from them. Another example would be the cooking media company, Food52, which creates a ton of content around recipes and cooking. They came out with their own cookware brand, and now they try to sell this cookware to the audience that they've built up on their rented and owned platforms. Using Morning Brew as an example, we're building a paid business education product that we will then market to our 3 million subscribers and listeners across Morning Brew, Founders Journal, Business Casual, et cetera, who will hopefully act as our initial customer base. For an individual, taking it back to Sahil for a second, monetized audience can take less traditional forms, but it's just as powerful for you as a professional. Again, it could be him raising a new fund and wanting to attract investors, and he goes to his existing Twitter followers in order to do that. If he didn't have this audience, how would he be able to raise his fund? Or it could be him looking for a new job and one of his followers refers him to a company that ends up hiring him, or one of his Twitter followers literally ends up being his future boss. Again, there are other ways to network, but think about how powerful it is to have a built-in audience and network to go to when looking for different career opportunities. In this case, he's monetizing his audience by literally being on the payroll of a new company as an employee, or he's monetizing his audience by literally attracting their dollars for a new fund. But it's just as powerful as what a company is doing when it monetizes its audience through subscription or advertising. Okay, time to take a breath. Uh, That was a lot. I'm going to stop there. But my hope is that this has opened your eyes to the incredible leverage that is created by putting content out on the internet and building an audience on the internet. Your story could be Sawhill's story. It just takes focus, distribution, dedication, and appreciation for what audience building can do for you. So now I want to put it to my listeners, and I'd love to hear how you approach audience building through content. First of all, have you worked on building your own audience at all? If so, what has worked well for you? Where can I be helpful, if at all, around continuing to grow your audience? If you haven't spent time building an audience, why is it that you haven't taken the plunge? Do you not buy the value that it provides, or do you just simply think it's too daunting of a task and you're not sure where to start? Either way, I would love to hear from you, no matter your view on the act of building an audience. Shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. Would love to hear your thoughts and I'll get back to anyone who emails me. As always, thank you for listening. I am so lucky to have an incredible group of builders that tune in each and every episode. And by the way, if you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. We're at 220 reviews now. We're trying to get to 250 by the end of the month. It's looking good, but we can't rest on our laurels. So please help me out in the journey to get to 250. Thank you everyone for listening and I will catch you next episode. Take it easy, everyone. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.